Hi there, and welcome to the Horopod Scopecast, your personal pod of horoscopes, cast like a precious ingot from only the purest science in a podcast. We've got all the usual predictions coming up later in the show, but before then, I'd like to address a story that you've no doubt seen in the news recently. The winter solstice is an important time of year for anyone tracking the movements of the planets, and even the minor planets, like the so-called moon. It's also an influential time of year on your horoscope, even if you're not tracking them, which is why you very much should be. As such, it's not surprising that, in the run-up to this time of year, supermarkets stock their shelves with solstice merchandise. Chocolate calendars that grow darker and more bitter as the days go on, opaque glass decorations that obscure the tea lights placed inside, as well as costumes and masks of the great old ones for the kids. And sometimes, even for the big kids. In recent years, it probably hasn't escaped your attention that these staples of the solstice celebrations are put out earlier and earlier each year. You might say that's an inevitable part of the rampant consumerism that blights even the most beautiful things in our modern world. Or, you might simply feel sad. Either way, the trend came to a head this month when an angry customer tweeted a picture of Solstice merchandise, not just on sale in mid-August, a full five months ahead of the big day in December, but even marked down in price. The tweet also contained a forceful criticism of the supermarket where it was on sale. The tweet went, as they say, viral, and soon was being picked up by local and national news outlets asking if this was an assault on our very values as a society. Who was to blame for the marketing practices of the supermarket, and alleging a cheapening of our most important cultural holidays? Horoscopes can be very personal things, but, like any highly scientific phenomena, the way our society responds to them can have consequences for everyone. With that in mind, I thought I'd like to take a closer look behind the scenes of this story, and speak to some of the people involved. So stay tuned for an exclusive interview with the author of the tweet himself, as well as a representative of the supermarket in the crosshairs of this hot-button topic. Before that, though, as online abuse hub Twitter is at the heart of this story, and to highlight the social importance of horoscopes, I asked listeners to tweet the show their predictions for the coming month. If you're not already, you can follow us on at Horopod. And now, here are those predictions. At Quokka Koala says, Why are Sagittarius... Okay, Sagittarius is spelt wrong there, by the way. Uh, why are Sagittarius so lazy? All month long, they're just going to be in bed. Should be banned. And then it's the bed emoji and the skull emoji. Okay, this isn't a great start. At Popper Capricorn tweets, The only thing standing between you and your dreams is you. You can't spell belief without putting some letters in the way of lie. So why not put your belief around the lie that you can't? Believe you can, and then do. Hashtag positivity. At East Shanwick Roofing Co. says, Is your roofing underlay winter storm ready? Get serious about aqua damage. Use the code Aquarius for a free assessment. Okay, this is, this is something else, isn't it? Ah, this is better. It's from at PieSchoolConfidential, who says, To all my fellow hashtag Pisces out there, this month Mercury is in your house and has got your back. That means you want to think about money and safety. So, check your roofing underlay for winter storm readiness and get a free assessment with the... Oh, for God's sake. <sighs> 
All right. Uh, this this feels like a good moment to go for our big interview. I'd like to welcome to the show Ian Swafford, the author of the Solstice tweet that set the internet ablaze, and from the supermarket chain at the heart of a scandal, Jeanette Carmichael. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Now, you've both become veritable media celebrities in the last month. Ian, perhaps you'd like to tell us how this all started. Uh, right. Sure. Well, I was in my local supermarket. Do you feel comfortable saying which supermarket that was? Yes, I think I do. And I rounded the, the aisle, and I think it was the tins aisle, because I was planning to make a salad niçoise uh, and was looking for blanched green beans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is clearly an attempt to present himself as some sort of wholesome, healthy-eating do-gooder to court sympathy. That's what I was making. Oh, really? Yes, really. I suppose you were planning to bake your own bread, too? Where do you live? A cottage with roses round the door? These are absolutely ridiculous media games. I can't believe my choice of dinner is being held against me. There's nothing wrong with a salad niçoise. It's a normal thing to make. Okay, okay. There's obviously a point of contention. We want to focus on the facts. So, can you say you were making something else, Ian? But that's what I was making. But for the sake of compromise. <sighs> okay. Well, what was I making then? Beans on toast. That's not a dinner. Soup, then. We stock a wide variety of tinned soups, and they're a healthy option. Is soup okay? Fine. I was making soup. And I rounded the aisle, and I saw the seasonal goods. We don't call it that. What do you call it? It's the festive fun aisle, or the barbecue aisle in July. Ian, can you call it that? Okay. I saw the festive fun aisle, and it was full of solstice sweets and, and cakes and all sorts. Masks of the Great Old Ones? I think so, yes. They're actually on sale at the moment. 30% off any mask with any other purchase made in the store. Now, I'm not an unreasonable person, but I saw this and it made my blood boil. I mean, th there were five whole months until the next solstice. Naturally, I snapped a photo of the aisle and posted it on Twitter, saying I thought it was disgusting. I think we actually have the tweet here to read. Uh, Jeanette, would you like to read it out? Shouldn't I? I'd be happy to. So, there's a photo of the festive fun aisle, full to the brim with high-quality, low-cost produce, all protected by our price match promise. And then above that, there's the tweet itself that says, Solstice goodies. Solstice is misspelled. There's early, and then there's too early. Pretty strong stuff. Well, not really. I, I just said what I thought. And the internet really resonated with that, didn't it? Yeah. I started to see likes and shares rolling in pretty quickly. I, I didn't look at my phone on the drive home. But by the time I got in, I was receiving tweets of encouragement from celebrities. Typical liberal media elites. Like moths to a socially bankrupt flame. Who was tweeting in support? I got messages from Gal Gadot. Um, Melvin Bragg? I was surprised he was on Twitter, actually. Uh, and Richard Branston. Richard Branston? Uh, no, Branston. Uh, heir to the Branston Pickle Fortune? Ah, and I understand they've cut all ties with your stores, Jeanette. No, no, I don't accept that. We offer one of the most complete and comprehensive choices of pickles on the high street. The fact that one or two aren't represented there are purely supply choices made at the discretion of our store managers. 
But is it true that some suppliers have pulled out of your stores, following the media attention that Ian's tweet has created? I wouldn't say so, no. I will accept that certain products, which were available before, have now had their availability slashed, in line with our constant drive to offer an improved customer experience. Slashed to how much less? Completely. But I think it's wrong to look on that as an issue of suppliers pulling out. We stocked Kellogg's last month, and we don't today. The breakfast cereals? No, the brand of logs. But I don't see that change as diminishing the customer experience. Instead, it's growing the awareness of the other brands we have in the store. Sales of popped arts have gone up massively. Popped arts? No, popped arts. They're a brand of art supplies that come in bubble wrap packaging. They're fun and affordable, and because of dynamic changes to our suppliers, we have more space to show them off. Kids love them. Now, Ian, were you looking to make companies pull out of... Dynamically change their supply choices. Sorry? Dynamically change their supply choices when you made your tweet? Obviously not. I, I was angry, and I wanted them to know that they can't just sell us things all year round. But I wasn't looking to ruin anyone's business, least of all a multinational company. And it's not been ruined. Our business is doing better than ever. You can even get a credit card or apply for a small business loan right in our stores. A few journalists in the broadsheets have suggested that this isn't really a story. That shops should just sell whatever they want and whenever they want and people could just buy them if they wanted to and not if they didn't. What do you say to that? Ridiculous. Obscene. Okay. We'll have more from that interview after these predictions. At Airbear hashtags Aries and says, Venus is ascending, so love is in the air. My wife will be out of town this weekend. Think you can get out of work early? Bring the apron and a tub of pumpkin spice syrup. Okay, I'm fairly sure that was intended for one person in particular, wasn't it? Okay, here's a tweet from at Taurus Trader. It's a bull market 24-7 with Taurus. Buy the number one selling cryptocurrency and get rich quick today. The account was then closed down immediately, but we did get the same tweet from 43 other accounts that day. So it's clearly popular and therefore probably good advice. At Just for Gemini's tweets, Take action now, sinners, for the end is Gemini. Okay, a bit strong, but we'll read on. The end, that is, of your upstairs carpets and soft furnishings if you don't get your roofing underlay winter storm ready. <sighs> okay, okay. Um, let's get back for part two of this month's big interview with Ian Swafford and Jeanette Carmichael. I'd like to push a little deeper on the subject to find out why it's so important to people. Jeanette, why do your stores stock Solstice merchandise in the first place? That's a good question. We all like to spend time on the things we love, and time is money. People work all week to get their money, all those hours loading onto their credit cards. So when they're spending money in our stores, we think of it as spending time with us. And would they spend hours and hours of pounds and dollars and euros doing it if it wasn't valuable to them? 
are we to say a person buying marked down solstice decorations five months early is doing anything other than getting the most out of the season? So you see it as a matter of choice? Yes. And what better choice could a person make than celebrating Christmas through to Easter and the equinox through to the solstice in a never-ending cavalcade of spending? Coming into our stores day after day and filling their baskets with shiny, non-biodegradable joy only to be back again the next day and the next? In fact, we've added two whole new pre- and post-festival fun aisles to our jumbo out-of-town stores. So it's possible to buy Equinox, Easter, Ramadan snacks, summer barbecue, solstice, and reduced Chinese New Year items all at once. Look, I I'm sorry, but, but this is exactly what people who supported my tweet are railing against. We're tired of being sold all of this crap year-round. Crap? You think some of these solstice items are of poor quality, as well as their choice to sell them in August? Well, of course I do. She just said- Excuse me. What exactly is your position on the solstice? W well, I... Where do you celebrate it? Well, I don't have a regular spot. I'm sorry, what star sign are you? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? Well, I, I, was, I was born August 25th, so that's, uh, um... Yes. Oh, for God's sake. This what? is outrageous. I couldn't agree more. I think we should end this interview there. Jeanette, I'm very sorry about this. It's not your fault. You weren't to know. Well, hang on a second. Jeanette Carmichael, thank you very much for joining us today to discuss what we thought were going to be serious issues. My pleasure. Ian Swafford, you disgust me. Okay, here's a good one. Can you face life like a crab? Take the Durham Springs Our Water Is Safe Challenge and see how long you can stay underwater when that water is Durham Springs. Just buy enough bottles to fill your bathtub, take a deep breath, take the plunge, and then post your video. Hashtag cancer, hashtag the star sign, hashtag our water is safe, and that's from at Durham Springs. At DuckDuckGoof has this to say. If life gives you lemons, ask yourself, why? Why is life giving me lemons? Lemons cost money, and here they are for free? Are they stolen? Defective? Incriminating? Hurl those lemons back in life's stupid face. You're no mug. Hashtag Leos. Hashtag lemons. I'd like to take a moment at this point to acknowledge I know that Twitter has officially been renamed X. We've mentioned Twitter throughout uh, this episode. It is the position of this podcast to not accept that and to continue to use the old brand name Twitter. X is the Roman numeral for 10, and if you were to start with Sagittarius as any right-thinking person would, the 10th sign would be Virgo, according to the dangerous lunatics who spread the pernicious Virgo conspiracy theory. This podcast stands against Virgo, and it stands against X. Also, the birdhouses don't make any sense now they've changed the name. This is from Unbelieverable. It says, The stars predict a good start to this month, followed by a hard time as it draws to an end. So remember, if people don't love you at your best, then they deserve you at your worst. And finally, at Scorpio1818118181 tweets, Click this link. Okay, so I'll just click that link. And...